Hi, I'm Carrie. And I'm Diana. And you're listening to Fiction Kitchen, where we're cooking with inspiration from our favorite books, movies, and TV. Today we're talking about Gem and the Holograms. So we decided to do our gym episode now because the movie was coming out, but it's already gone. I know. Yes, it was. Oh my god! Early. It was only two weeks in the in the theaters. Yes. Um, it, but yeah, we we could talk about that in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we'll but, talk about it in a yes, little bit. But yeah, but I was able to catch it. So yeah, you <laughs> caught it. I missed it. It bombed hard, and it's also been a rough week personally for us because we've both been sick. So. Yeah, we we should preface this episode with that. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> sucky movie, sucky host. If I sound so. a little gravelly or something. Yeah, yeah. So much for me singing any gem songs today. Right. I was totally. Oh, man, because, like... Totally going to do it. Oh, you got to go back, because I'm seriously <laughs> going to make a super cut at some point of, like, all the songs you <laughs> sang on here. <laughs> so. Jim is my name. <laughs> Just kidding. I could... <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> if I clear my... If my... If I, like, mega clear my throat, maybe I could... <laughs> yeah. No, it's sexy fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my... My sexy gem voice. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, raspy. Yeah, so anyway, we're going to try to rally and bring back some of the, you know, excitement and adventure of Jim. Yes. Um, but first, but first, is Tasty Time. Tasty Time. What I have noticed in the um, fiction foodiverse, um, it's a blog that I've really enjoyed for a while, and she took a long hiatus and came back a couple weeks ago with a new entry, and it is called Paper and Salt. Oh, yeah, I like... I, oh, okay, have you... Uh, yeah, I'm familiar with that one. Cool. Yeah, so basically, she does recipes inspired by um, famous authors, and she's got, like, all the heavy hitters, you know, she's got um, Jane Austen, James Joyce, um, Roald Dahl, uh, you know, just, like, a, a bunch of famous authors, and um, what I like about this which is different from a lot of the, you know, like, food blogs and stuff we read, It's a lot of times we're doing stuff that's, like, directly from the source, you know, but she does ones that are, like, really more inspired by the person. I mean, sometimes directly, but, um, like, their favorite dish or something like that. But then she gives you a lot of background on the author, which is interesting. Because, um, you know, a lot of these are, like, people I may have read in high school, but I didn't know too much about the author. So it's really, it's really interesting, and I, I enjoy her her stuff. Yeah, I've, I've caught some of her posts. I follow her on Twitter. Um, yeah, I think it's really, really cool because, you know, there are a few sites, well, including us, that focus on the books, but then it's, like, the behind the, behind the book, the author and their favorite foods. Yeah, and, and because a lot of them are, like, kind of classic, and so it's the time period as well. So that's really cool. Exactly, yeah. So, and it's actually, it feels, like, really comforting, you know, because it's these authors you're familiar with and um yeah it's really nice so what about you so I would like to uh, talk about another author and um, previously I've talked about Fran Wilde who wrote Updraft um but I'd like to mention uh Maggie Stiefvater today she is one of my all-time favorite authors like I have I have officially decided that <laughs> <laughs> she made it into the top <laughs> yeah I just finished reading uh, Blue Lily, Lily Blue, which is the third book in her Raven Cycle series, uh-huh. oh, okay. and 
like I I have loved all the books in that series and then I also love her Scorpio races um, and she has another series The Wolves of Mercy Falls um, which I I still need to delve into that um, and then she has um, another series uh, I, I, The Realm of Fairy I think um, but anyway um, so she's a fantasy author she lives in Virginia um, and I well I actually met her when I was when I lived in Utah and she was on tour um, but oh my goodness like she, her writing is incredible and the reason I bring her up in this fiction <laughs> food podcast <laughs> is because she also loves food and fiction the book event that I went to that she was uh, presenting at she mentioned one of my one of my other like super forever favorite authors Diana Wynne Jones who, who I've mentioned on here before I uh-huh. think um, but that she also loved Diana Wynne Jones' writing, and in particular, how she wrote food. Oh, okay. And um, there was, in particular, there was a food that Diana Wynne Jones created in one of her books, is the, like, 42nd century uh, butter pies, and, and that's something that's, like, been on the back burner in my mind to try to recreate for years now. <laughs> Yeah. That so, um, but so, and Ma- Maggie was like, I want to create a food like that. I mean, just something that it doesn't exist, oh, like, but the but reader it kind of wants becomes, it. Yeah. Like, yeah. and so for her book, The Scorpio Races, she created November cakes. Ooh, and we, what's a November cake? We are in November. So it's, I know, a perfect time. Yeah. It's kind of like a cinnamon bun, but, um, but it is like orange, kind of like orangey flavored, um, and really gooey. And she actually created a recipe for oh, nice. it. And so I've, I have actually made her November cakes. Um, and also in the book, there's a character who drinks salted butter tea, or um, and I looked it up. It's a real thing in Tibet. It's called pocha. And, yeah, I've yeah. heard of that. And, and so I made that, or my version of that, and had it, and it was good. It de- definitely for the winter, you know, it, like, yeah, like <laughs> helps really. you to feel warm and hearty, kind of, like, it's because it's got the butter in it, and, like, um, yeah. fat. Yeah, like the some key version of bullet, bulletproof <laughs> coffee. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yes, the November cakes, especially, like, so the, and... So the Scorpio Races is going to be made into a film. So I'm like really interested how they're gonna, <laughs> how they will put in the November cakes because I'm sure they will. I mean they have to. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I just thought it was really cool that she actually like she put this she created this food for her story, but then she also went the extra mile and created a real life recipe so that yeah. pe- you know her fans could yeah like could know exactly have that what experience. she's talking about yeah. yeah. Um, and I love that it's kind of connected to, inspired by, you know, one of my other favorite authors, too, that, that she, um, she was inspired by food in that author's books. Yeah, that's really then, interesting. Yeah. And so, and also, so, like, in her Raven Boys books, she's had, um, she's put, like, food, specific food mentions in each book. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've recreated, like, a, a pizza for the first book, and then a pecan pie for the second book, and then the third book. I'm going to do, like, gooey brownies that are mentioned in it, and I haven't done them yet, but <laughs> anyway, so it's just, she's cool, so I'm, this is, that's like a long, tasty time. 
<laughs> but totally, yeah, check out Maggie Stiefwater's books because, and she's just an awesome person. Like, she loves racing and cars, and she's an artist and a musician, and yeah, she's like wow. a Renaissance woman. Yeah, jack of all trades. Yeah. Yeah, well, thank you for sharing. I'll definitely check her out. All right, so let's get into Jim. Jim. Jim yeah. is excitement. Ooh, Jim. Hey, that's pretty good. I can, good I can feel my my voice like cough. <laughs> cough. Uh, this yeah. has been super fun. Like even though the movie didn't do well, which is really disappointing, you know, because I was really excited about it when I heard they were making the potential. One. Um, there, it has but... been like really fun to you know kind of revisit something I loved as a kid and. And actually, yeah. like, discover something new, because, like, I started reading the comic, which mm-hmm. I think is a really successful reboot. Yes. So, um, so what's your, what's your history with Jim? Did you watch it, play with the dolls as a kid? Yes. Well, we didn't have the dolls, but, mm-hmm. um, we had other items. Like, I, I think I, like, I don't have anything now, um, but, I, so, like, digging into my memory, <laughs> I, I think I had maybe like a bangle that had lip gloss on it or something or maybe that was just a a random 80s (laughs) accessory that I had that I like attribute to Jim but also um perhaps like the fashion plates do you remember those it's like the oh yeah I think like you put the the swatch yeah you put like the swatch of cloth and then close the thing over it no not that this was like a rubbing a rubbing thing like it had it's like these plastic tiles that had, um, I think they were just like th- three, like the head and then the, the midsection and then the legs and you could like mix and match them and then, but then like put paper over it and do like a rubbing and create oh, fashion okay. that way. I think, hmm. I think maybe I had one of those for gem or, or I might cool. just be superimposing gem onto that, another <laughs> toy that I had. But anyway, but I did have like a pink metallic wig. Oh, and my sister nice. had a blue metallic one, and then right. we would like t- put them on and and like probably put stars on her face. I don't know, and then like do little rock faux rock performances for my family. Oh, nice! <laughs> but we could, but we never learned how to play instruments or anything, so it was probably <laughs> a time when my family had to be very gracious. Like, oh, good. And they internally, they're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> this hurts. <laughs> but yeah, oh my gosh, yeah, we totally, I loved Jim when I was a kid. And so that this was very cool to like revisit it for the podcast. And, yeah. and the fact that the whole series is on Netflix. So, so it's like possible that we could just like actually I know we're so spoiled yeah. everything's at our fingertips <laughs> yeah and then and of course my daughter watched some of it with me and so that was really fun and she <laughs> and sometimes randomly she would like sing the song but not quite the song so <laughs> so that was a lot of fun and oh uh, that's cool yeah. yeah I actually didn't show my daughter this one usually I do when we're doing some kind of like you know kid-centric mm-hmm. thing um, but, like, I was mostly watching episodes just kind of on in the background while I was working. Yeah. <laughs> so some of the finer details may have escaped me. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. But, um, but, yeah, I was also really into Jim as a kid. Um, and I think I first became aware of it. Like, I, I have, I don't have any, like, 
vivid memories of like actual storylines and stuff of the cartoon but I do have a memory of um going to my neighbor's house across the street and I was in I think I was in kindergarten and she was in first grade and so I had not I had not like watched the show or anything yet but she had just gotten a doll and she was like she seemed like a million years older than me. She was only one year <laughs> older than me. But also, like, I was really mousy, and she was, like, really outgoing and bubbly and stuff. And so she had just gotten a doll, and she was, like, so excited about it. And I'm like, oh, what's this thing? So I was like, okay, I need to figure out what that is. So then I started watching the cartoon series, yeah, which I, I loved and also pretended to be her. And I think I may have had a doll. I'm not 100% yeah, sure. I think I had Stormer, yeah, I can't, but see, I don't think I played with it that much, because I do have memories of, like, not liking Barbie-type dolls that weren't Barbies, because Uh their proportions were different, you know, and it seemed, like, because I know, like, the gym dolls were, like, just slightly bigger than Barbies, and, like, so none of the clothes fit, you couldn't, like, Uh (laughs) you know, put on different clothes, and it just seemed like a vaguely, like, giant version of the same because I played with Barbies a lot. So I think I may have had the doll, but I didn't play with it, like, as much as I played with my Barbies. Gotcha. Yeah, just because of size issues. So, <laughs> but yeah, like, um, so I started watching the cartoon again for this, and it was like, you know, oh, nostalgia washing over me. And it was yeah. so funny, because I'm like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, in a fun way, you know, so I, I really enjoyed watching it. Yeah. So, like we mentioned, there's the cartoon series, and then there's a new comic adaptation, and then there's the movie. And October was actually the 30th anniversary of the airing of the first episode of Gem back in 1985. So, this is one of those shows from back in the 80s that was um, attached to merchandise. So, like, back in the 80s, that was a big deal, like, with G.I. Joe and Transformers, etc., like, My Little Pony and everything, um, that there are these, it's like the toy companies would right. hook up with, um, like, animation production company, and then, yeah. And the Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was like that, too, so yeah, a lot of that stuff. Um, so yeah, Gem was merchandise, like we've said, we may or may not have some of the, some of the toys. Um, yeah, but... But even after, I mean, at one point, the toy production stopped, but then the TV series went on for a little bit, um, even after that. Um, and what's kind of cool about the toys, even uh, at San Diego Comic-Con for the past few years, they've had special gem dolls. They're like millions of dollars now. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, they're like, I don't know, hundreds. Man, I hundreds wish it still had Stormer. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, so this, but new, like new dolls that they've been putting out, like Hollywood gem and uh, things like that, but, but really oh, nice cool. like fashion collectible dolls. But I wish, I wish that they, that Hasbro would have like come out with new, <laughs> I mean, but yeah, unfortunately the movie didn't do well. I'm sure, yeah, I'm but, sure if it was more successful, like this could have parlayed into like yeah. a bunch of stuff. But there know, wasn't but even any womp womp. beforehand promotion, like promotion it was almost like i mean hasbro's name was on the movie but yeah because there wasn't any like beforehand promotion even like with merchandise i don't know yeah like they i don't know if they ever on. even yeah considered it but 
Oh my gosh, that would have been awesome. But then Mattel came out with Barbie rockers, like doll, like they're new, newish. Oh, before the movie right. came out, Barbie and the Rockers. I well, there was that. Barbie and the Rockers lunchbox. Yeah, but I mean, mm. but I mean, recent for the for the gem, the same time of the gem, oh, okay. gem movie, um, leading up to the the movie, Mattel, like they're on the shelves now. Like oh, Barbie okay. as a. Yeah, rocket, and I'm like, Ugh, but actually, I mean, I that shocks my memory because they probably were doing that back in the '80s too, just because it was a yeah. But you're right that that was also a parallel thing. Yeah. But but yes, so Gem and the Holograms. Oh my gosh, I loved watching this series over again because yeah, like you said, it was all very vague, and you know, because it's like we were little kids. <laughs> yeah, but, no, we were like really little kids. Yeah, I think we yeah. were like actually kind of under the age demographic. Well, you know, it, so, a little bit, but then it played for a long time. You yeah, know, so, well, and yeah. reruns and stuff. But yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh! Like, uh, so I finished. I watched the last episode of season three last night, and I I'm feeling a little bit of withdrawal. Like, oh, I want more <laughs> because I really got invested in it. Even though, yes, like it is ridiculous i mean <laughs> so extreme and it's yeah like, i started making a little list of like wtf moments <laughs> yeah it's ton a ton of, it's filled with that it's like a hot air balloon of that but like yeah. <laughs> but like looking at it as an adult sometimes i'm like wait that's not for kids and i don't mean like like rating or whatever but i mean yeah like inappropriate but yeah i don't mean that i mean like they're talking about business stuff and like investments and like (laughs) and there's like it's all grown-ups doing and that's something too it's like back in the day cartoons and stuff the characters were grown like a lot of the yeah these are are adults Yeah, yeah exactly like they're in their 20s they're not, yeah, exactly. you know, teen- teenagers or whatever. Like, but, they're taking care of kids. You yeah. Know? Well, it's like G.I. Joe. They were grown-ups. I mean, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, they're teenagers. But, like, a, a lot of it, I, I realized the shows that were yeah, back in the day. Yeah, that's a good day, point, because I guess a lot of the kids, kids now care. are kids. Yeah, know? it's like, oh, we have to mm. make them. I mean, yes, it's good that the main characters are kids in today's shows. But at the same time, I, I mean, I don't remember caring that... That the shows that, like, that Jem was a grown-up. Yeah, because it's like, almost, like, kind of aspirational. Like, you know, yeah. I want to pretend I'm a rock star or a, you know, record label owner or whatever. But maybe it would have resonated so. with us more if, if Jem was, like, a, a little kid like us. But then... Maybe I, or maybe not, because, I mean, you know, like, done, when you're yeah. when you're a kid, like, pretending to be a grown-up is, like, the most fun yeah, exactly. thing ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. yeah, there was so much kissing in this show. <laughs> and, yeah, and then, like, all the business stuff and, yeah, and themes that were... Yeah, she can't be within, of... like, you know, a foot of Rio without, like, sucking face. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yeah. In, in both forms. Yeah, that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> yeah, so, so what, like, so, yes, there's the... A super exaggeration because it's a cartoon and because it's the 80s <laughs> but also there but there were a lot of like as I was watching the show I was like wow like it, it's like it's a prime time series but but they had to make it crazy and extreme for you know to to fit as a cartoon but if you like took out all of that the WTF stuff <laughs> 
And then... Yeah, like, like I guess they... could actually they, make it... Like, the plot itself, yeah, could work as an, like like a drama. More, yeah. yeah, more <laughs> as hmm. a... Yeah, if, so if you think about it in that way, like, because some of the themes and, and it, like, they're actually really interesting and intriguing and, like, heartfelt and, like, so... It, yeah, so so I started to watch. I think that's why I'm like I want more. Like, it's because I started viewing it in that from that perspective of just like yeah, finding the underlying threads that uh, and seeing it as if it were a different show, not a not like an '80s crazy cartoon. Like, yeah. So yeah, so so it's so it's really cool to kind of see it that way, and and so I'm like I want to know. Happens and really, well, maybe so you can dumb. write some fan fiction. You can write the Jim and the Holograms novels. <laughs> I should actually look and see if there's some, I'm sure there is some fan fiction, out there. but yeah, so I so that I think that is also you know, one, one reason why the movie was very disappointing is because it didn't really. It's, it was very shallow, like superficial. Oh, yeah. So I didn't see the movie. So tell us about the movie and, like, your general thoughts on it and how it related to the series and or didn't relate to the series. Yes. <laughs> well, let me... So I have <laughs> my my scribbly notes <laughs> that I... So, okay. So, <laughs> yes. So it was pulled early. Uh, the movie was pulled because... Uh, well, let me pull, see if I can pull up... Um, like there are statistics, for, and they are abysmal. Um, I think there's yeah. I think it made like like a hundred and six dollars a screen or something like that. Like I read some of the yeah, stuff where it's, it's like very like, sad. like average is like in the thousands. So um, the budget that it was made with was five million. Um, yeah, and then which is pretty low. Yes, um, and then it yeah it hard. It, really did t- terribly uh, money-wise in the theaters. And so I was like, oh, I got, like we're going to talk about Gem and the Holograms and podcasts, so I need to go see the movie. Um, and so I went to see it matinee on a Thursday, and I, and I was like, oh, I'm not feeling well, so maybe I'll go the next day on Friday. But then I looked, and it was not in the listings. <laughs> so oh. I was like, oh, I have to go. So yeah, so, they, like, so I saw it, it right before. Day. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I was the only person in the theater, so I had the theater to myself, and I'm like, well, <laughs> I'm going to pull out my phone and take notes then. <laughs> like, Good. I'm not disturbing anyone with my phone out. Um, but, so, yes, the movie was, it was very disappointing uh, from what it could have been. Um, it It's like it, it should have just been its own separate movie and not... And not gem. Yeah. Yeah. Like, a, it, it kind of like a, I want to say teen, teeny bopper. <laughs> like, I'm well, not sure. Like, that, like, it looks like a Disney movie. Yeah. It's like one you of those know? inspirational Like, it would have been fine if they didn't movies. try to wink it to this. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, it could have been, yeah, like a TV movie on Disney or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. So I think first problem is that the audience that they were reaching for was not us. Yeah, like, they, like, they were really trying yeah. to market it to kids, which and is And the kinda, kids have no background in gym. Which is kind of dumb, because why try to play on the nostalgia factor, you know? Exactly. 
Yeah, with, I don't know. Yeah, so that was... Because, like, there's been so many successful 80s reboots, you know? Like, My Little Pony, and, yeah. um... Yeah, and, yeah they kept, and they kept that animated. Well, yeah, and I mean, like well, all these <laughs> nostalgic things that keep popping up, like, I know what they're doing, they're just playing to our nostalgia, but it's totally working. I'm like, just yeah. do it, just let it happen, I love it. Because we have kids now, and so... Yeah, exactly, we're, we're gonna take our kids, yeah, our then... kids to see it, like, and, because now, like, I'm always showing my daughter, like, oh, I love this when I was yeah. a kid, let's watch this, or this movie, or whatever, you know. So, mm, anyway. So, yeah, and, and, like, when they first came out with the trailers... And there was so much backlash, and the director came out and said, like, it's gonna be, it's, like, it's gonna be okay, like, you guys are gonna love it. It's like, seriously, if you, if, if a director or if someone involved in the creation of the movie has to, has like, to come try out to and, you. <laughs> yeah, like, if the trailer, then don't, like, if the trailer is misrepresenting your movie, then make a better trailer, like... The yeah. point of a trailer is to represent the film, and so, like that was the first. Yeah, well, I still that had was the hope. first call, like red flag. It's I like, still had hope after the first trailer because, like, it's I know because we wanted it. We wanted yeah. it to be good, and like yeah. there, there's some trailers that like make a, a certain movie look like a totally different thing that it yeah, is. So I thought the trailer was trying to pull in the younger kids because like the older ones like us are already sold, you know. But as soon as the second trailer came out, but yeah, that it wasn't any synergy. better. I was like, okay, like <laughs> yeah, as soon as we saw synergy in the trailer it's like it was like a little Evie from Wally and yeah. plus like <laughs> plus Earth to Echo kind of vibe like the yeah it, <sighs> because synergy was yeah anyway so very disappointing um, the, like the idea and go and going into it, you know, I was what jaded. Is that the right word? Like I was like, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. So, but, but I like coming out of the movie. I was like, oh, that was like, but but that's the thing. Like at the very end of the film, I was like having some feeling, like positive feelings. Yeah. But not, but but because. I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I like these emotional moments or whatever because I'm human. But anyway, but <laughs> but as a gem film, yeah, sorry. But they had some cool um, nods, which I mean, which was nice, and that's like because mm-hmm. that's what we we crave, right? Is it's yeah. like it's a gem movie, so we want the gem stuff, and so. But it was. I guess if you think about it, it's kind of like a. A cheap thing that they... I mean, they put it... They put these nods in to appeal to us, but it's, like, really... It should have just appealed to us with the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. So so the nod... Like, the, the things that they included as a tribute to the 80s cartoon is very cool, but... You know what I mean? It should have been the whole film that was yeah, yeah, awesome. <laughs> and like, I don't, I don't mind reinterpretations. Like, I'm really enjoying the comic. Yes, you know? the comic, it, yeah. and it's different. Um, but it still feels like exciting and magical. You know, like like the mm-hmm. the show. So like, it, it managed to like you know change some of the finer points, but then kind of retain the same feeling. You yeah, know? yeah. So with the um. 
Yes, I totally want to talk about the comic. Um, but I like I wanted to also just kind of point out some of the um, things in the movie. Um, like mm-hmm. they had, so there was a scene at the beginning where the girls find um, their, well, it's Jerica and Kimber's aunt, and um, and then the other girl's foster mom. Um, it's pretty in pink molly ringwald so that's kind of cool it's like let's bring in also i know that's another 80s nostalgic (laughs) um, but they changed it i mean they changed all the family dynamics so so anyway well so so gem and the holograms the show it's kimber and jerica and their two foster sisters shauna and aja and aja yeah sorry i was (laughs) swallow um yeah or shana shana and aja and um and kimber and Jerica's their their dad passed away, and their mom had pre- had died, you know, before that. Um, and he left Starlight Music, which is a record company in Jerica's name, and also um, the Foster Girls home that uh, that has like a, a bunch of uh, Foster Girls in it, a Starlight House. Um, and so Jerica had to like wrestle that away from the bad. Um, the bad corporate guy that was like her dad's partner, um, Eric, Eric Raymond. Um, so that kind of takes place in like the first, in the first season, the first, um, few episodes. Um, and so, yeah, so anyways, so, but Jerrica takes up the persona of Jem after she discovers that her dad had built this incredible hologram machine. Like it's this big machine, um, and there's this AI named Synergy that we later learn um, he programmed her with a lot of Jerrica's uh, mom in there, like attributes, not to look like her because he didn't want it to be painful, like a, a painful remembrance, like, oh, my mom's dead. But mm-hmm. um, but anyway, um, so Synergy is like a huge part. Yeah, like, as, a, as what she is. Um, but yeah, so so Jerrica didn't want people to know that she was part of the band. I, like, I, I should have rewatched the first episode because it's been a while since I watched the first episode by the time I watched the last episode. But, like, do you remember exactly why? Like, yeah, Jerrica I don't know why she. I did watch the first episode, but, like, I don't, I don't remember the specific yeah. thing of why, you know, she. Like keeping her identity secret is such a issue. Yeah, it was something. It was something about the battle of bands in the beginning to get. I mean, to yeah, in order for her to get control, sole control of Starlight Music, um, like get control away from. Eric. Yeah, like like the some, Jim and the holograms like beating the misfits in the battle of yeah. bands would secure her. So for some reason, yeah, Jerrica created yeah. the persona of Jem. Um, and of course her sister maybe it'd be maybe it'd be a conflict of interest if she was like yeah, in the, perhaps in the would, band she was, was trying to sign or whatever yeah. it is, so. um, but whatever it was we you know that's the whole point of the show <laughs> um, but yeah it was so cool this because, doesn't make a lot of sense but yeah, this is, <laughs> yeah. it's cool because it was part of, it was like girls action adventure science fiction but uh, you know it was it had all that s- stuff that even boys might like you know, yeah, to, to and keep... so you yeah, um, had sent this little short documentary. Like, do you want to talk about that now? Because that kind of touches on... Yeah. Um, 
Let me pull it up. So it's the front. Um, media by women for the world. And this is yeah, they did like a little, a little mini documentary series. Uh, with yeah. uh, Christy Marks, who is the mm -hmm. creator. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so a lot of the things you're saying, yeah, she, she um, kind of aimed to do with the outset, you know, because they were, you know, she had the the glitter and the fashion and everything that would appeal to girls, but then, like, the action and the whatever that would appeal to... fashion and fame. Yeah, that <laughs> would appeal to boys. Although, I would argue that all that stuff appeals to all kids, you know, but yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's got a little but everything. But marketing-wise, so. they had to, yeah. Exactly, yeah. It was yeah. deliberate. And I, one thing I thought was really interesting is, like, she was so influenced by comic books, you know, and so the whole, like, double identity of, exactly. you know, yeah. Jim Jerrica was, like, a very, um, like, comic book thing, you know? It's, like, that pink wig is, like, you know, Clark Kent's glasses. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, like, totally disguises her, you know? It's obviously the same person, but nobody knows, so. I know. Rio. Yeah. Rio? <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, and so there is, like, a love triangle between, yeah, Jim and Jerrica, which is really the same person in, in Rio. Yeah, and it, I... It's lame. I don't like Rio. Yeah, well, it's like, if, if it if it was a, a serious, or, like, a, a primetime TV show or something, like, or even a modern cartoon, modern cartoons have more depth, I think, and more um, ability to be, to have depth, mm -hmm. um, but... Yeah, there. I think that would have been because <laughs> there were some episodes that did kind of touch on the the Gem versus Jerrica personas and relating to Rio, but you know because again because it's like the eighties and it's like for kids that it wasn't hashed out fully. Yeah, but you could yeah. but it was there. Like you could tell it was just like sh there straining to be more. <laughs> but. <laughs> Oh, but, um, but I did want to mention, so, like, back to the movie, they had, um, so some of the things they had were, like, blue eyebrows, um, when the, so when the girls discovered, so they're like, okay, we're gonna make a music video because we have to save, get money to save our house, and so let's rummage through our aunt's old 80s clothes, and so they found, like, old makeup, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> make all makeup too and then wigs and um clothes and stuff so they did do like the kind of more 80s like signature styles of the girls but it was just like a dress-up scene and yeah. they had like blue eyebrows which is something that totally like in the animation <laughs> like kimber and jerry could have blue eyebrows um and then they said like truly truly outrageous at one point at oh nice the time that they put but the delivery, and also, like the glamour and glitter, fashion and fame was a was a line in there that mm -hmm. the how was it Ryan Guzman? I don't know the Rio guy said, uh -huh. and it, but just like uh, it was like pulling teeth. The 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 delivery it just felt like shoehorned in there. It was they, terrible. They, like uh... with, when they said, yeah, when they said truly, truly outrageous and glamour and glitter, fashion and fame. It's like, ouch, you're hurting me, like. I, like that's nice that you want to put that in there, but it just felt not natural. <laughs> and then, but they did give the girls like the personalities that Shayna did fashion, and they made Aja kind of like tech and like a 
kleptomaniac also, but I don't know what that's all about. Um, because there, but there was one episode in the cartoon where Aja was shown that she was good at with with technology because she had to like um, figure out some stuff with synergy. But other than oh, okay. that, there wasn't really. <laughs> and that's the that's the case in the comic too. I think she's like a yeah. They've they've developed that more. Person. Yeah, yeah, and. Um, of course, in the movie, the, the earrings did not look the same as the show, but the, oh. they were but they were present, like they existed. <laughs> so that, Damn, that would have been so easy to bring over. I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they were like kind of like starish shapes, more like little, <laughs> like diamond shapes. Um, and then there was one point where she was like rubbing the earrings and said Showtime synergy, but it didn't have anything to do with like it's not like it wasn't like the show where she had to like press yeah. the earring and communicate with synergy it wasn't any she just like was just saying it <laughs> just like rub happened to be rubbing the earring um and then the, her final outfit it had like the the tassel thing or the fringe piece belt piece so that mm-hmm. was and that's one of Jem's from more familiar outfits yeah. was the pink dress with the but anyway, yeah, and then there was, like, some fan art very, very briefly shown, like, in an envelope, um, and then, um, yeah, and then at the very, 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 very end, like, not at, not after the end of all the credits, but, like, so the movie was over, and then they showed up, showed, like, the voice, they did the little credits, I don't know what you call it, like, the credits where... It's still kind of part of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> where they yeah. show the the act voice actors, or not voice actors. This was a live action film. <laughs> they show <laughs> the actors' names and stuff. Anyway, so after that little segment, and then they had um, where Erica Raymond. So, yeah, so instead of Eric Raymond, they made it a woman. So it was very much like a female power movie, I guess it was supposed to be, like that kind of. Yeah. Um, so they even made. Eric Raymond into a woman. Wow, um, how progressive. Well, and then also Rio was the daughter. I mean, was the <laughs> sorry, was the daughter. No, Rio was the child of Erica Raymond. Yeah. Which Rio is not Eric Raymond's son. child. Yeah, yeah, son. Yeah. So that was anyway, um so I totally changed that. And and Rio in the movie was like I felt like he was like a million years older than the Jerrica in the movie. Like he's like ten years older or something. Uh. I was like gross. <laughs> I didn't. I thought that was gross. Getting creepy vibes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um. So, but so this is total spoiler, and this is what made the movie made me feel kind of positive coming out of the movie. Um, because at the very end of the movie, there was the you know, music, they were, like, all, everybody was together again and happy, and, like, and the songs in the movie were catchy, they were good, good songs, um, and so, you know, it was, like, upbeat ending, and then, and I was, like, if they ever did a sequel, like, now, it feels organic that the Misfits would come in at this point, because they weren't in the movie, I mean, they weren't part of the story. I know, yeah, the see, that's how can you have Jam without the Misfits, right? Yeah. Well, I read something from, what's his name, John Chu? 
Yeah. The d- director. Yeah, I had read one article before this came out and, like, completely bombed. You know, he he was saying something about, like, oh, they couldn't do holograms because, um, like, what, is she supposed to look completely different? What, they have to get a different actress? Like, some bullshit, you know. But then, like... Well, how do they do super... I mean, it's not like... Yeah, like, I, like exactly. I was like, again, you can just persona thing. put a pair of glasses on and, like, suspend your disbelief for a minute, you know. Okay. Um, but anyway, you know, so, like, I, I reject that. But anyway, at the end he was of the article, he was talking about, like, oh, but, you know, for this, I could see, see a sequel where we do all this other stuff. And, like, he had ideas for a sequel. I'm like, wow, that's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. But, yeah, so I think, I think they were, like, setting this up to be, like, a big hit, you know. Well, that's and, what happened. And, like, I... franchise and whatever, so... Yeah, well, that, so so I had that feeling like yes, the misfits would just like let's like I feel that that would be the natural progression of this from this movie is you know that the misfits would be included. Yeah, um, and so that was the misfits are the plus, best part. Like that's so disappointing yeah. that they were in the movie. Well, that, well, that's what I'm trying to say is that that was the cre- the end credit scene. Oh, okay. Was sorry, I'm like it takes me forever to get to what I'm trying to say. But the yes, um so Erica Raymond is kicked out of of um Starlight Music because there was like a will that says Rio is the owner anyway, and she's a bad mother. So <laughs> so she goes to find a former group that uh. she used to represent and it happens to be she like goes to this this was like totally like 80s vibe and stuff this like alley dark alleyway and there's like the the fog machine you know like there's this, <laughs> the smoky you know background tendrils and stuff and then and then she she's kind of like scared as she goes in and so it, it totally gives the vibe that the misfits and this the misfits that she's seeking out yeah, to destroy yeah. Jem, and to like I guess she and she wants to like get the company back or whatever. But like, yeah, they're scary. And there's and there's Jetta and Stormer and Roxy, and then you see Pizzazz like come down the <laughs> stairs. She is terrifying looking and it's Kesha Kesha I don't know who that is oh yeah Kesha (laughs) oh wow (laughs) it's her well that's pretty cool I have to like google her I'm like no all right props to the credits of this movie (laughs) but she was like super scary and I'm like well I can't really picture her being a like well I mean there will not be a sequel so I won't have to see it but like I couldn't, I mean, yes, Pizzazz was, like, really intimidating looking, but I couldn't picture her actually being in a whole movie. And, yeah, like, like, a whole movie of that. <laughs> trying to get Rio to like her and stuff. <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah. So that was kind of cool. And also what was cool was that Samantha Newark, who's the voice of Jerrica slash Jim, um, she w- she made a little guest appearance uh, as the hair dis- hairdresser or the oh, make- cool. makeup artist, and she said, um, like when she was looking at, so Jerrica is like sitting in a chair in front of the mirror, the makeup mirror, and then Samantha Newark is 
standing behind her, like, uh, about to do her hair. She's like, I've, let's go with pink. Like, I'm always, like, pink or something like that. Like, so, so that was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and then at the very, very end, um, so there's a character called Lindsay Pierce in the show, in the cartoon, um, mm-hmm. and and it was Christy Marks in the movie. At the very end, at the final concert, she, like, approaches Rio and says... You know, I'm Lindsay Pierce, and I want to do an article or something like something oh, like that. Oh, nice! Yeah. But um, so that was Christy Marks, who's the, the creator. Yeah, so nice. cameo. Um, but yes, but there's that whole thing where, dear Christy Marks, Hollywood, like, what is your problem? Like, what? So for years, so we're referring back to that little documentary that we watched. Like Christy Marks says it for years. Like, she already had a script and everything for more gem, for gem mm-hmm. movie and everything. And she, for years, she did all everything she could to, to try to get it made, like, to put it out there and to and approach people. But she was always rejected. And then this whippersnapper, I don't know. I don't know John Chu. He did Justin Bieber. That's why he's popular. He did, like, <laughs> a Justin Bieber film or something. I'm yeah. sure he's nice and everything but like he had the feeling that he wanted to do a gem film and I guess he watched gem when he was a kid and he was accepted and that had to hurt so bad I hurt I hurt for Christy Marks like she's like visibly yeah she is upset in the documentary like she she, she's really upset about it yeah and but but like you could tell yeah that it is like a deep-seated thing but she's but it's been years long like so long that she's had to go through this that she's like yeah and how yeah, disappointing like for her cause like if she's he did holding it, back like you could tell she's like holding back all of the feelings yeah yeah <laughs> but you could still <laughs> tell that they were very there before she speaks yeah. but, like how disappointing for her like it'd be bad enough if this was successful but this pretty much like killed any you know I wonder if she any could, chance if she feels of... smug about that <laughs> I huh? mean I could I mean it's we want more gem but it's like well, you guys, stupid Hollywood, you should have let Christy Marks do it. Right. Like, she, she so maybe she feel, <laughs> maybe she could feel some, like... Schadenfreude. <laughs> <laughs> like, you see, you should have, like... Yeah. It bombed because I wasn't the one that... Yeah, she wasn't She has a it. script and everything. Like, mm-hmm. she... Uh, and, that, like, as a fan, that totally... And I... And now... But, but it is sad that now that the movie did terribly, that... May, you know, maybe there won't, we won't be seeing any more stuff. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, but there, but there's the comic. Yes. Well, yeah, let's talk about lovely. the comic real quickly. Yeah. Like, I just want to mention like a couple things I liked about the cartoon. Um, yeah. And then yeah. we can talk about the comic. So there were two things I really liked. And one was there's like a ton of songs and not that they're like great songs but it's like you know it's not like they have one signature song that they're singing all the time mm-hmm. like every episode has like one or two songs and i love the like mtv style videos yeah exactly Cause Cause yeah every time they, like they sing yeah. like their little name comes up at the bottom and stuff and then i really like jim's voice yeah, like um, britta phillips she sounds almost like um Susanna Hoffs, like the the singer of the Bangles. 
Mm-hmm. So it's kind of that style. And then the other thing is, like, the fashion is amazing. And l- yeah. l- they have so many outfits. You know, like, a lot of times cartoons put their characters in the same outfits every yeah, time. Yeah, that's you know? very impressive about the show. Yeah, so they're yeah. always wearing different stuff. All the characters, you know, so it's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, of course they have, like, their signature thing that they wear most of the time. But then, yeah, like, every show they have new stuff. And, yeah. Yeah, that. so that, <clears throat> like you said, that's, like, something that's very different is about the show um yeah is that the characters you you know you, you don't have to have an a specific outfit to know who's who like a lot maybe of it's because of the hair color <laughs> yeah well that too but it's like yeah i mean yeah their hair color and then their makeup is like you is all you know usually the same but yeah, but it was really cool. I mean, and how much more um, behind the scenes had to go on in order, like, fashion-wise, like, character designing, um, but also animation-wise to every episode to make yeah. all these different, to animate them differently and to put all these different outfits on them. Exactly. So that was, yeah. like, amazing. Well, and, I mean, yes, they're trying to sell toys, but still. <laughs> yeah, because they were selling like each of those outfits, so that's, yeah. you know, why they had so many. But still, like, I think but it's, very I, cool. I think it's yeah. really cool. It's kind of different than and, other cartoons. And what was um, kind of different about the show was the fact that it, there was continuity. Because a lot of cartoons, you know, even oh, today Oh, yeah, they're stuff, like very episodic. Yeah. yeah, each episode is just... Yeah, this rare. definitely had a storyline that was yeah. like, kind of going and, on. And like, boyfriends or like people that Kimber kissed like back in season one like their name was mentioned in season three and it's oh, like oh okay yeah or whatever like just example they but, didn't just disappear yeah so it's really cool that there was that underlying continuity and, and like if you weren't really up on Gem or like familiar with it, it, it we just kind of go over your head so and because I binge watched I was like oh yeah that was somebody or that thing happened back in the, so that was really cool and that was that's that was very different for this time period for the 80s but also even you know more more there are more shows that have continuity today but like that that's also what made it more engrossing or like more intriguing and stuff is because you knew that there was this overarching well which but the show i mean the final episode you could tell that it was the final, like, they knew it was the final episode. Okay, so it was but definitely like they were wrapping it there up. There was no, but, but, <laughs> <laughs> there was no conclusion to the dilemma, the Jem Jerica dilemma, and, I don't know, like, so a whole nother dude came into the picture, Riot. Oh. And he was very interesting. And so, yeah, it's a new band. So there was, it's like we kind of got tired of the Misfits. <laughs> And so a new... How can you get tired of the Misfits? Oh my gosh. But there was a new band called the Stingers, and it was Riot, Minx, and... Oh, I always forget the... Like, Ratchet. Man, they have the best names. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, it wasn't Ratchet. It's like... Oh man, that would have been great. The Stingers. But anyway, but he's like... He sees... Jem. The, the lead singer, Riot. He sees Jem... And instantly, he is in love with her. He's like, I'm the perfect man. You're the perfect woman. Let's, like... Oh, okay. Let's be we together, belong together Yeah. Oh, nice. And, 
anyway, it was, yeah. and, and, but what was so cool about the show, it's like, yeah, they had these kind of super, superfluous episodes, but then they had all these episodes that delved into the characters, like the backgrounds of the characters, and like, for example, like Riot, he, like, he's so, such a like, very arrogant, confident person, but like, and women are just like magnetized to him and everything, but but and then you learn about his his background his mom and dad like his dad was in the army and like never wanted him to be a musician he's like that's sissy girl stuff but his mom tried to teach him to play the piano and guitar and everything but his dad was like super strict and wanted like a manly Mm -hmm. boy you know like and then so riot eventually like joined the army but he hated it and then he ended up like playing standing in for someone in a band um and then and then he went AWOL and then he was like dishonorably discharged and anyway so his dad was furious and just anyway but then when when we in the present day of the episode it's that um his mom is in the hospital because she just can't she basically just wants to give up because of the animosity between her husband and son. And so she's, like, dying in the hospital. And then Jem, like, helps bring the father and son, Riot and his dad, together to, like, be like, guys, stop <laughs> it. You're killing your mom slash wife. Like, you... anyway. But, so it's, so it's interesting, these episodes that really give insight. And then, like, Pizzazz, she's such a terrible like she's a brat and just so oblivious to the rest of the world and like but we learned that her dad like her mom I think I think it's that her mom ran away or I don't think she died anyway there's not a mom in the picture but her dad is like this super businessman and when the mom when the mom left he didn't know how to handle like how to deal with a daughter and pizzazz is you know pizzazz <laughs> or Phil- phyllis gabor anyway um so he would just give her money or give her you know give her whatever she wanted but she wanted his attention yeah and so it's that that kind of you know i mean so it's she like, like a, acts out to get it and that's why she is who she is <laughs> yeah and so and he kind of knows that but he just doesn't he just doesn't know how to act with her and yeah but it's so there are some episodes where it's you know, you see Pizzazz, she tries, she really does try, she's like, can we, she just wants to spend time with her dad, and he's like, here's some money, go do whatever you want, and she's like, no, I, that's not, you know, and then later she sees her dad with Jem, she's like, how can you, like, can you imagine that, like, how are you spending time with her, but, like, but I'm your own daughter, anyway, so, yeah, so that, like, there are things like that in the show that, like, you can just imagine if it was a live action or something like that that there would be more meat to it like Mm -hmm. you could hash out these ideas that that christy marks created like like all the background of the characters it's just really interesting yeah so i totally need to find some fan fiction (laughs) (laughs) or something because i'm yeah i'm really it's not you need to fill that that void (laughs) it's like as i think about it more and more and like talk about it right now i'm like uh, I really want, yeah. want more. Like, it, it really does seem like such a silly show. But then, yeah, if you, like, 
I guess binge watch it. So it's like yeah, there's a lot <laughs> super into your brain. Yeah, there's yeah, and it's just really interesting. Yeah, but the whole Rio, like, like he and Jerrica have known each other since they were like ten years old, and she's always been in love with him. But then I think she, it's like she forgets when she's Jim versus Jerrica sometimes. Because she's all, like, kissing him at when she's Jem. And he's all kissing her back. But then there's no... Like... <laughs> yeah, like, repercussions. Like, hey, yeah. you're cheating on your girlfriend. Yeah, and but then the, the siblings, the girls, they don't say... Any, I mean, there are a couple times when it it's brought up, but it's not... And there was one whole episode where Jerrica is starting to have, like, a breakdown, kind of. Because at one, at one point, she does have this breakdown... And she just, because the responsibilities of being Jerrica and Jem, so she's doing the work of two people, and then, but she has to, like, hide her identity, you know, so it's, like, totally breaking her down. Um, but, but leading up to that, like, there's an episode where, you know, it, it is about Rio and, like, who, who does he, that like he's in love with Jem and Jerrica, and Jerrica's like, ah. But then Synergy helps her realize that no matter what disguise she's in, because Synergy encourages her to do a third disguise, um, That and Rio likes the third <laughs> disguise too. <laughs> and it's like, oh, gross, Rio. But yeah. Synergy meant to say, Jerrica, Rio likes you no matter what disguise you're in. Like, right. it's you yeah. that you he's attracted to. Yeah. And, but, I mean, that's nice that she knows that, but the fact that Rio doesn't know that. And so he's like, <laughs> I know, it's kind of, like, gross. And then, yeah. And then there's Riot, who's in love with Jem, the Jem persona. And then Jem kind of likes Riot, too. And that, so it's, it's like, oh my gosh, I want more. Like, and the, the, that isn't concluded at all. Like, there isn't an ending where Jerrica, like, announces or, you know, reveals that she's been Jem all along. Like... Yeah, you think that would be the the conclusion to the whole thing. Yeah. But, but hey, but no, I mean, maybe not, yeah. you just are supposed to imagine that, like, she keeps on living like this and getting into all these little adventures and stuff. So yeah. it's interesting. The adventure continues. But the final episode was about Bonnie. I don't know if he... So there was a... There was kind of a continuing thing with... Because they're foster girls. This little girl, Bonnie, she's um, part Vietnamese. And she... Her mom died, but she knows she has a dad out there. And so there was one episode where she thought it was, you know, this this guy who was in a, another band. Um, he was really nice, but he wasn't her dad. And so she's always been super sad about that and trying to find her dad. So that was the last episode, was that she finally, um, with, with the hologram, Gem and the Holograms help, she, like, finds her dad. And, but, and so there's, like, a going away party or a farewell party for Bonnie as she leaves Starlight House to, to go have a life with her dad. Um, but that was the farewell. They had, like, a musical number and everything, but that was, like, the farewell for the show. So it was interesting. I thought that was interesting. It, it like, yeah, it, I don't know how to explain it, but, like, that was a really meaningful way, a send-off. It's like you're sending off one character 
but at the same time, you're sending yeah, off like, all like the characters. Yeah, it's for goodbye to you. Yeah, so it <laughs> felt, I mean, even though there was so much unresolved, it felt good. Like, I, it was good. well yeah, done. Yeah, kind of end on a positive note and... yeah. Like I, I wish I had conclusion. more words like to explain, but like <laughs> it's just a good like it was more than I, I yeah I was impressed with that like it was an interesting choice, and again it's like it's a kids eighties cartoon, but it's just more yeah it's like the writers and the Christy Marks and stuff like they should have been <laughs> writing more like. Because there's so much potential and, like, deeper stuff there, like, underlying. That's mm-hmm. like, ah, uh, like, just get all these guys and make them write, like, the gem live-action primetime series <laughs> set in the 80s or whatever, like. Yeah. Because they had good Th- stuff. That would okay. be fun. I could just keep gushing. But, <laughs> so the comic is. Yeah, let's talk briefly. You were running a little long, so let's, let's talk briefly about yeah. the comic and then we'll get into food. Yeah, it's from IDW, and it's written by Kelly Thompson, and the art is by Sophie Campbell. Um, And then the colors are by um, um, Victoria Roboto, and I actually met her at a convention. She's really nice. I think one of the major things about the comic is the coloring, like the art and the 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 artwork is amazing. I love it. And it's, like, just so fun, yeah. It does have this kind of, like... um, like, kind of deeper pastel color palette for everything, not just yeah. the hair. <laughs> yeah, it's all, like, really creamy, kind of. Yeah. And bubbly. Bubblicious. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, and it is outrageous, like, yeah, the hair and the fashion, but it's modern, yeah, so it's set in the modern world. It's like, yes, people who made the gem movie, you can take gem and put it in the modern world and still have it. Right, because it is, yeah, like, it is vibe very, with the original. Very modern, <clears throat> but it does have the feel of the original. Um, one yeah. thing I appreciate about the comic is, like, you know, even Christy Mark said in her video that, like, cartoons were a place you could bring in diversity, which is really yeah. nice, you know? So, that, like, the characters are very diverse. Like, not only in, in the comic, like, not only in, like, race, but in body type. You know, like, we're used to seeing these, like, stick-thin girls and everything, but yeah, we got some, like, you know, curvy girls (laughs) in the Yeah, super curvy. Yeah, yeah, in the comic, which is nice. Yeah, I'm glad they kind of brought in some of that, too. I think that's good for girls to see, like, all body types. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and then, um, and Jetta, they put Jetta in, she was a later addition to the Misfits, but she is, um, in the Misfits here in the beginning, um, and she's black, and originally... Uh, Christy Marks, like, had written her, or created her to be a black character, um, mm-hmm. but, I, but I'm not sure why they didn't make her black for the show. Oh, okay. Um, so that's why in the comic, Jetta is black, um, like and she, British. Nice. <laughs> um, like she intended. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and then also, there's a relationship between Kimber and Stormer. Oh, really? Yeah, in the comic. Um, oh, okay. So I, didn't so I just have volume one. I, I, yeah, I've only, well, I've only read the first um Yeah, the thing, first installment. The yeah. first installment so far. Yeah, although I do plan to read more. Man, you've really gotten me into comics. I never really read them before. <laughs> cool. <laughs> but I'm, I'm really loving this. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so this, and, and this takes the concept that Jerrica is um, just very shy that she's right. a great musician, but she's just very, very shy, and she discovers synergy, um, and then 
creates this persona that she can be um, not shy. <laughs> um, and yeah, and that was a big thing. That theme in the animation or in the cartoon was that, you know, Jerrica is the work side and um, Jem is the fun side. Yeah, so she has and kind so, of a, di- a different reason for having this, like, fun persona. You know, she's yeah. got, like, one where she's got, like, all the these worries weighing on her and one where she can just have fun. Whereas I think both in the comic and in the movie, it's about, like, shyness and stage yeah. fright and, yeah. And, and Jim, like, she's able to kind of become this performer and not really worry about, you know. Yeah, pe- she can kind of let go. And... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and in the comic, like, she really does change. Like, it's not just her hair, but she even changes her height and everything. Like, I know, yeah. She's, it's like, this, this big, beautiful. She, she starts yeah, out as, like, 5'5", like five, five, and I think it says, um, yeah, Jim is 5'11". I'm like, that is a tall, <laughs> tall yeah, lady. Tall order. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then Rio, he is, he is, like, Asian, I think, in the comic. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, um, but I think in the cartoon he was maybe Hispanic. His last name is Pacheco. I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, but, but, oh, and also something cool, and we learned this from the little documentary video, was the last names of the girls. Do you remember that? Yes! Was, yeah, the, um, the names of the scientists that were, um, kind of work, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. working with holograms at the time, yes. or, like, creating holograms, which I thought was really cool, Very and a re- cool. really cool tie-in, yeah. Yeah, because Christy Marks did a ton of research on holograms and, and that technology at, you know, what was available yeah. at the time. I, I really appreciated so, that detail, yeah. yeah. Benton, Leith, and Elmsford, so yeah. those were the names, Very, yeah. very cool. Very cool. Yeah. So, and there and there is a lot of food in the comic too. Like, there's a okay, whole food uh, fight. Yeah. Let's let's, yeah. <laughs> let's jump in the food. Yeah. <laughs> so, what kind of what kind of stuff do we see? Uh, so, well, in the comic, there, <laughs> there's. Let's see. I yeah, put, I haven't gotten very far. Like I said, and there wasn't. Yeah, there wasn't any food in the first um, edition or what? Or first. The first is single issue. Yeah. Issue. But, yeah. Um. But there's, yeah, like, they share breakfast together, because they're, you know, they all live together. Um, but there's a whole scene with, um, like, a, this big food fight at a festival. Um, <laughs> there's, like, a lot of coffee drinking. There's a cute scene where Rio takes Jerrica out on a date. And um, and there's, let's see. Um, I already know you're a dessert-first kind of girl, he says. And she says, only if it's cotton candy. Well, Aww. okay, probably if it's lots of things. <laughs> so, but it's but when I think of Gem and the Holograms, like like I think of cotton candy. Like oh, just, I know. How could you not like her? Yeah, <laughs> the hair and everything. Just like yeah. what is more pink and pretty than yeah. that? Yeah. So that was awesome. That like that's in the comic that that there's like they're eating cotton candy together, <laughs> pink cotton candy, which is yeah. really cute. One um, thing I noticed in the cartoon is like in one of the earlier episodes, they go on this like boat cruise or something. Mm-hmm. And well, not well, like some some kind of boat party, and um, the misfits are there, and they like decide to totally like crash the oh, place yeah, yeah, or whatever, yeah. and they're like yeah. throwing food and knocking over stuff, and I think one of the things was like shrimp cocktail, yeah, and then that kind of epitomizes like eighties party food to me, yeah. <laughs> you know. So I was like, that's perfect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. There's a lot, 
<laughs> Misfits. Yeah, there's. So I'm looking at a page in the comics where Roxy is like, "No, the bagels," <laughs> because there's that was like there. Pizzazz like flips over the catering table at like the shoot that they're doing. Oh, <laughs> and Roxy's like, oh. oh, so there's like misfit food flipping. Is yeah, consistent. <laughs> in yeah, most places. their emotions. They don't. Oh know my god! Yeah, handle their emotions. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's. This, there is definitely a food, um, in the comics, which is fun. Um, and then yeah, in the TV series, there's a lot of food, but it's like in the background um but there's there's one episode towards the end where there's actually a recipe a love potion recipe Ooh, oh what's what's in the love potion um this might so come in handy rapture she's the i can i'm like ratchet anyway <laughs> rapture is the third member of the stingers and she's like always trying to pretend to be mystical so that she can, like, either play mean jokes on people or, like, get their money. Anyway, um, so, so in a blender, you put raw eggs, carrots, raw liver to give you fortitude, she says. So she's doing this to Pizzazz. Pizzazz is in love with Riot. And so she's trying to get Riot to notice her and be in love with her. Okay. And so Rapture is like, hey, I'm totally going to screw with her. And so she's supposed to drink this? You're not supposed to give it to the target. No. Um, she's going to, she makes Pizzazz drink yeah. this. And Pizzazz, like, sounds I mean, delicious. Her, so she far. turns green, but like a very terrible, not to match her hair. It's like a terrible, terrible <laughs> sick color. Like she totally gets sick. Um, raw liver, milk, lemon, ketchup, sugar, and olive oil. She says, place your hands upon the blender, close your eyes, and think intensely about Riot. Keep concentrating. And then put it all in a glass, and the final ingredient is a secret love powder handed down to me by my gypsy ancestors. But it's just, like, some salt that she took out of a shaker while Pizzazz wasn't looking. And then she stirs it in. Drink every drop of it at once, quickly before the potion's powder fades away. And, oh my gosh, yeah, Pizzazz totally, like... Yeah, sounds like freckle juice. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, is terrible. Um, and so we did not make that as one of our recipes. No, we did not. So there's a lot of orange juice in in fancy glasses because you know it couldn't be. <laughs> yeah, couldn't really be. You know, um, cocktails. <laughs> yeah, and then um, I think there was like shark fin soup mentioned. When they were in Hawaii. Um, and. Let me see. Oh, and then. The, but there was one. So, um, there's one episode. It was the Kimber and Stormer episode. Which. So, one episode, Kimber and Stormer felt underappreciated in their respective bands. And so they start like a little career together. Like a very short lived um, singing. Oh, nice. Together. Um, but they meet. They run into each other at this uh, at this bar, and the bartender says to Kimber, "Name your poison," and she says, "Peach, peach, thick shake, real thick." And then Stormer sits down next to her, not knowing, you know, that it's Kimber. Anyway, just goes up to the bar and says, "Vanilla cola, make it a double, and a hot fudge sundae, three scoops with a banana." All right. <laughs> so those were very specific. So yeah. I thought that was cool. That was a cool episode too, and I think perhaps that's why. Um, you know, so some fans have the vibe that Kimber and Stormer 
you know, could be in a relationship, and so that's kind of cool. Yeah, that so that's comic, where that came so, from. Yeah, nice. ran, ran with that. Um, uh, so I'm really, like looking through all this. Oh, there was a character, a Japanese designer, clothes designer, and his name was Yaki Tori. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> Which yakitori is um, like a yeah. kind of like a street food, a chicken on a stick kind of street food. Yeah. That's so annoying when. But <laughs> <laughs> right, there are so many pun punny names in the series, like the of famous people. I can't even think of them now. But like, and then they would change a letter or something so that they wouldn't be exactly the same. Name. Yeah, I was actually surprised <laughs> they they actually like name dropped Duran Duran with no changes. Um, and Nirvana was at the very end too, uh, but I don't know if that's where Nirvana got their name or if that was actually Nirvana. On there. Yeah, but, I don't know. I was like, that's a little early. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, and also, The Lion King was 1994, but in 1988 there was Simba the lion in an episode of Gem and the Holograms. Oh, really? Yep. Wow. Okay. Well, and which they probably got that because, because yeah, Gem and the Holograms is notorious for um, changing a letters in a name to make it a little bit different. Yeah. But, so like Kimba the White Lion. Yeah. Or so whatever. Kimba. So yeah. that's probably where Gem got the name was like oh Kimba, and so let's make like, Simba. <laughs> he's like yeah, let's just go with that. And then yeah, <laughs> so that's a whole nother yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Come back for the Lion King episode. Oh, yeah. And so, like, yeah, Pizzazz made some fish on an island one time when they were, like, stranded on an island. Um, and then they had island fruit, eggs eggs for breakfast, and on Eric's face, donut and coffee, yeah, orange juice. <laughs> oh, there were, like, some underhanded dealings dudes, and they were, like, all sharing orange juice. <laughs> and the, um, the... Pizza brain, yeah. The house, the like the kids' home, has a cook, and she was really excited when they moved into that mansion and they had like a giant kitchen. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there is a lady <laughs> who or a they, that's Mrs. Bailey. Yeah, okay, yeah. But they, well, I think I think I can't remember that episode with the cook, but yeah, there's a lady who takes care of the foster girls but we only see her every once in a while but we assume she's always there because gem and holograms like have to go out and like do stuff right um, <laughs> these kids but, yeah. need supervision and i think th so it's aunt bailey is in the movie okay. where okay. they took that name but anyway yeah so there's yeah there's pineapple juice um and then there's like shark that's cooked it looks like curry or stew and that's in the like i think that's in the hawaiian episode um Corn dogs for a dollar fifty. I'm just like, yeah, just looking at all these. Um, bar none barbecue. Possessed throwing a hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> terrible. So somebody gets kissed. I just wrote this down. Like there's a kiss, and somebody says terrible, and the other person says I want a soda. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> I don't know if that's like pizzazz. Oh, I love what. that. That's funny. Yeah. Anyway. Well, let's do our recipe. Yeah, let's. <laughs> yeah, you have a really good one and with a good like origin. So. Yeah. So I told. Um, so I asked 
Samantha Newark, who is the voice actress for Jem and Jerrica, and she's super cool. She's also a singer, but she was not the singer in the cartoon series. The company um, went with someone else, but um, but she's so cool because she like has pink hair. Like she she oh, really does have pink so she, hair. She like embodies. <laughs> yeah, and she totally promotes and like she yeah she is Jem Jerrica. Like Very cool. she's cool. Um, but I tweeted her and said, if Jem was a food, what would she be? And she responded, maybe popcorn slash chocolate mixed together. She's not afraid to be a bit salty and stand up for what she believes, and she's sweet as chocolate. So That's a great answer. Yes. So, you know, like I said, I always, like, I, it was hard for me to not think of cotton candy and so i'm right. really so this is nice like yeah totally kind of branched would not, you out from <laughs> yeah and so brainstorming about it it's like okay like the pink popcorn like you, you color popcorn um and then um like put chocolate on it like white chocolate um mm. and then sprinkle sprinkle a little bit of oh that sounds pretty because yeah i was just like um picturing yeah, just, like, white but, popcorn. But make popcorn balls, like, so, because I'm thinking about, like, a party or something. Yeah, So yeah. you can make, like, little, so it's, it's little pop, popcorn balls, um, and you can put, put them on a stick, so it's like a, what, popcorn ball pop or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so pink popcorn, um, but of course, that'll, that makes it sweeter, and then, of course, then the white chocolate would make it sweeter, so sprinkle on a little bit of sea salt. So you, you do get that salty sweet, yeah. um, and, and put on like some sprinkles, like colorful, fun sprinkles. That sounds so pretty. Yeah. But I love that salty is a, a description now for attitude. Yes. Yeah. Cause it, I mean, it, it kind of gives that flavor, like you're not like mean and aggressive, but you're just kind of like snarky and ass- assertive. Kind of, yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, it's a, it's a good description to kind of mean the type of, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Jerrica, Jerrica, Jem, like, it's interesting because Jem and Jerrica are, are, I mean, they're the same person. We know that, but also their personalities are very much the same. It's just that Jem to the outside world doesn't have the same responsibilities as Jerrica does to the outside world. Like, right. But they're both. Like, Jerrica, I think even more so when she's in the Jerrica, she's, like, when she's in, in her normal self role, that she's, like, I'm not putting up with anybody's crap. Like, <laughs> like let me save this kid. Like, or Eric, you are a super jerk. Like, oh, my gosh, Eric really did turn into a super jerk later on. Like, terrible, cruel. But, um, anyway, so popcorn balls. <laughs> <laughs> with a side of candy no i'm just kidding. yeah that's very cool and it's cool that it's like you know from the voice actress so yeah yeah like straight from the source and what yeah. she, what well she i couldn't imagines. find yeah. i couldn't find the twitters for the other voice actresses and i, I think um well one of them has has passed away um mm. but yeah but i but i yeah i just stuck with samantha newark and asked her it was cool that very she's cool yeah she totally i know and she's like responsive too that's, yeah yeah so so tell me nice what did you what is your recipe all right well as a fiction kitchen first i have not made my recipe yet 
No ways. Yeah, like we mentioned, yeah, sick this week, and it just didn't happen. And, like, I thought about sending my husband out to the store, um, but I didn't really feel like describing Demerara sugar to him. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It just sounded too stressful. So I was like, okay, just whatever. I'll, I'll make it later. But I have a great idea, which I'm very excited about making, um, yeah, when I'm feeling a little bit better. And what I'm going to make is a Darkened Stormer. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> which is a play on the Darkened Stormy. But, you know, I, like, so often, um, you know, I end up picking my favorite character and doing something inspired by them. And, like, Stormer was really my favorite growing up. And I think it's because I was, like, trying to think about it, like, why I like her so much. Because I didn't pick one of the, you know, one of the holograms. I picked one from the Misfits. You know, she's one of the bad girls. But she's, like, the good bad girl, you know? Like, she kind of has, um... Well, she's so talented. Like, she writes all the songs, but she thinks that she needs them. Yeah, like, Pizazz is, so, is yeah. so mean to her, but she actually, like, helps the holograms out behind the scenes sometimes, you know, because she does have yeah. kind of, like, a moral bent to her. And like you said, she hooks up with Kimber for a while. Um, her brother is totally in a relationship with Aja. Oh, I didn't know that. Like, I didn't and we meet her brother later on. Anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, like, I, I was also kind of thinking that... Um, She's like, um, I gave her a D and D alignment. Like she's chaotic good, <laughs> which yes. is like how I feel in life. You know, you don't really care that much for the rules, but you're like a generally good moral person. Mm-hmm. So I liked that about her. Plus, she like has really cool hair, and she wears a flower in it, and she's got yeah. the cool like hungry like the wolf makeup. <laughs> so yeah, I like her. Um, so yeah, the darken darken stormer um, that I have in mind is. Um, a mocktail. This is a kid's show, people. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to make, like, a blueberry syrup, like a blueberry lime syrup, because of her hair, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, since it's not going to have rum in it, I was going to use um, demerara sugar to, to sweeten it, so you kind of get, like, a little bit of dimension in the sweet flavor. And then just ginger beer, because it's yeah. delicious. Yeah, and I think that, like, you know, you could make that like non-alcoholic or you could put a shot of rum in it and it would be good that's really that's cool yeah, yeah. so i'm excited about making it because i think it'll be really pretty with the blueberry syrup mm-hmm. but yeah it hasn't happened yet so yeah i'll definitely post the recipe and thoughts on it when when i make it on the site yeah that sounds really awesome <laughs> so um so we'll put a link to that um the little documentary with Christy Marks because that's very yeah. awesome. It's only ten minutes long, but it's like got a lot of really interesting information in yeah. it. Plus I, I love And it's like, at her home too, I think. She's like going through boxes of old stuff. Yeah, she's got like a ton yeah. of stuff. I liked um they show a picture of her back in the eighties and like she looks just like so young and cool and you know, yeah. it's it's really well, neat. Well and she and she's also been a writer on other shows, animations and um has done a comic um is the it's like awesome sisters or something what is the oh i don't know <laughs> it's wait let me see anyway but she, so she's been uh involved in a lot of different things other than gem but i think that's what she is most um sisterhood of steel that's the oh okay the comic series cool all about the female empowerment um yeah so she's really awesome so we'll put a link to um that 
documentary and also Christy Marx's website. Um, and there's a really awesome fan. Oh, website, I know. Yeah, I was just thinking rockgem.com. Yeah. And so, oh my gosh, this has like everything. Imaginable. It is like comprehensive, like anything you wanted to know. I was just like. Wait, is there fan fiction? I need to. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I don't know. There might <laughs> no, be. I need to. Well, what I was clicking through is, like, um, there's, like, fashions on the site, and, like, yeah. for every character, she has documented every, I, I assume it's a she, like, <laughs> she has documented every, like, outfit they've worn, <laughs> which, yeah, which I enjoy, and, yeah, but there's, there's stuff on everything, the comics, the movie, um, yeah, you know, obviously, comprehensive. obviously yeah. the cartoon series, yeah, and it's just got, like, a ton of cool information, so, yeah, yeah we'll link to that, too. So that's really awesome. Um, and then also we'll put a link to Samantha Newark's website um, so you can check out what she's been up to because um, she has uh, music that you can um, <clears throat> purchase as well or download. Like when, when you go to her website, it, there's like music that actually starts playing and it's cool. Like, and, and you know, she's, yeah, she's just totally a gem. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, so we'll put a link to that too. Um, yeah, and then, and we'll put a link to maybe you know, a couple articles about the, the film as well, and the comic. So yeah, you can find all that that, um, yeah, Diana was just going through on our website at, uh, fictionkitchenpodcast.com. Yep, and you can find us on Twitter at fkpod, and then also Instagram, Tumblr, and Facebook at fictionkitchenpodcast. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, show's over. Synergy. Bye. Bye. It's truly, truly